Today I'll be sharing with you a conversation I had with Matthew Dowd, the CEO and founder of Intermeta, a project focused on bringing the interoperability of digital assets to the metaverse. Right now on When Mint by Those AMAs. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, it is time for another episode of When Mint by Those AMAs. I am, and will continue to be, your faithful host, The Machinist, and today is a big day. Not only will I be sharing with you a conversation I had with Matthew Dowd, the CEO and founder of Intermeta, a project focused on the interoperability of virtual assets between different metaverse platforms, but because I will also be announcing the winners of not only our every episode cryptocurrency giveaway, but also our huge 72-hour giveaway celebrating 500 followers on Twitter. This giveaway was sponsored by our producers, those AMAs whose generous support allows us to bring you the best damn NFT podcast out there. So make sure you stick around till the end of the show to see who won. When Mint Podcast is produced by those AMAs. All information gathered and disseminated by this podcast are for research and entertainment purposes only. Those AMAs, its employees, and affiliates are not financial advisors. Please, always do your own research and invest at your own risk. A full disclosure can be found in the show notes. All right, so let's do this. Without further ado... Here it is. Enjoy. All right, so I am here with Matthew Dowd, the founder of Intermeta, an NFT project launching today to their whitelisted members, and their big focus is the interoperability of virtual assets in the metaverse. Now, this is huge, guys, but before I get into it, Matthew, thank you so much for joining me. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. Yeah, today's a big day. Um, it's, you know, a very anticipated day as well. We've been waiting for a while to release the art, the full artwork for this, uh, for this collection, the Genesis Vault cards. Um, and people are really excited not only about the art, but also the utility, which is something we've been hammering down. So it's a big day, not only for, you know, us, but I think for the entire Cardano ecosystem, uh, because of our emphasis on utility. No, absolutely. And, and if you could, what brought you to... Intermeta, what brought you to the point where you decided that this was a necessity within this space and you needed to create this project? Right. So I was involved uh, last year in a project in a startup called Trade Allies. It was a social media platform uh, to connect investors with investment educators. Uh, and while I you know, really enjoyed developing uh, that, that social media platform, I realized that a space that required more innovation, uh, a space that was more blooming, was the metaverse space. Um, and I was aware of crypto and NFTs, so I, I worked on educating myself about that. And it was, you know, apparent that interoperability uh, within the metaverse, uh, not only through blockchains, right, having cross-chain compatibility, but also in terms of video game assets and uh, utility across different metaverse experiences, that is going to be something that is incredibly crucial to, uh, you know, the metaverse economy, uh, just the experience of people once mass adoption occurs. Uh, and so I realized, right, you know, it's time to take that step forward to make sure that interoperability can be brought 
as soon as possible. And while right, there's still many years ahead of us in terms of development and uh, market readiness, uh, it was time to start Intermeta. To make it clear to everyone listening, if they're not clear on what we're talking about, when Matthew says interoperability, what he's talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, is let's say you choose Pavia. We're just using this as an example, as your metaverse platform, and you buy a car in Pavia. You know, it drives a certain way, it looks a certain way, and it works on that platform. But then let's say you want to go to Unbounded Earth for whatever reason, personal reasons, you just maybe you love both of these platforms and you head over there. You want that car to be able to not just look the same, but operate the same, to drive exactly the same, to honestly be the exact same asset in multiple metaverse platforms. And therefore, they also hold their value because as an investor, if you buy something in one platform, with interoperability, something that is operable in multiple places, you can actually buy in one place, sell in another, which is a huge plus for these virtual assets, which, like you said, is definitely going to be a thing of the future. Absolutely. And you described it perfectly, right? Uh, and while, you know, stuff like interoperable cars, uh, or as I like to call them, intermediable cars, because they possess utility as well, uh, are, you know, pretty far off. Um, it's important that we see this as something that will be a part of the metaverse. Um, and I think that you touched on a really important point, was, which was that uh, when things are interoperable, they retain value. You know, let's say that you are in one metaverse, you have a bunch of items in that metaverse, and for whatever reason, reason that metaverse shuts down or goes out of business. You don't lose everything that you had in that metaverse. You don't lose all of the money, the time that you spent in that metaverse. You can simply and easily transfer that um, to a different metaverse uh, in a very uh, easy way, right? That's what interoperability is all about. And we're already taking the first steps to get there uh, by developing uh, a wallet of our own, which we call Vault, which is going to lay the groundwork for interoperability by providing a sort of virtual backpack to anyone in the metaverse. Um, so while interoperability is our long-term goal, we're already taking steps to get there now. Absolutely. And actually, this mint today, the, the whitelist mint, and this mint's going on for a week, correct? So the, For the whitelist, yeah. The public mint, yes. So the public mint will be a week from now. And guys, you can find all the links for Intermeta in the show notes, on our Twitter page, wherever this episode is, you will see the links for Intermeta. So if you head in there, you can find all the information you need in their announcements. I would really suggest checking it out because if you believe in the metaverse, then you need to believe in projects like this. But this mint is actually for the vault, correct? For your interoperable wallet. So could you go into a little bit what this mint actually contains, what you guys are minting? Sure. So we're calling this mint the Genesis Vault Card Collection because this is the very first, um, you know, anything that we're doing. Uh, and, you know, not only is it, you know, living up to the name Vault by having a lot of great utilities that are going to be associated with the Vault Wallet project, um, it also has a, a lot of longer term utilities as well. And that's what we set out to do when we publish the utilities list. It has things like uh, leveraging our, ex uh, our expansive uh, partnership network. You're going to have access if you purchase a Genesis Vault card to exclusive airdrops that Genesis Vault card holders are going to receive uh, when we you know, inevitably do them. Right? We already got one with Lords of Mobtown, some great artwork that Genesis Vault card holders are going to exclusively have access to for free. Um, and then, you know, if they want to sell that on the secondary market, they can certainly do that. If they want to hold it for their personal collection, they're able to do that as well. 
Um, but you know, we're leveraging our partner network. We're also leveraging our future development by um, you know giving Vault card holders access to the Vault wallet system early. Right, everyone who has a Vault card is going to be able to use this a new wallet, an innovative wallet, earlier than anyone else. Um, and that is something that we're really excited about because not only does it allow people to use the system early, it also allows us to make sure that we have a great testing group to make sure that when it goes to the public, it's 100% perfect. Um, and, you know, there are a couple other utilities that we have on our uh, Twitter feed and our website, um, but those two are the ones that I think are going to be most important to those who hold a Genesis Vault card because it focuses on our partner, net, our, our partner network and our, um, and our development. Um, so those are the things that I'm very excited about. If I could, just so everyone realizes, this isn't just a regular wallet. And what really got me when I was reading through the white paper for this, because I've been an OG in Intermeta long before uh, Matthew and I first spoke. You know, I, I'm totally into this project. And think about if you're in the metaverse, okay? You want to see your assets. You want them all in a centralized place where you can send them back and forth seamlessly to other metaverses. It could be a smartwatch on your avatar. You could have a room, use it almost like a, a museum, a setup, a showroom. You could have a regular drop-down list if you want. Like this is so much more than just a regular old wallet. This isn't just a CC vault on your computer screen. I mean, am I, am I right? You're right. And, um, you know, some of these things are going to come in later updates, of course, uh, when those metaverses, you know, exist uh, for you to spawn that room or uh, look at your watch in virtual reality. But um, I'm like personally kind of obsessed with the idea of merging the wallet experience and the gallery experience. Um, I think that it's sort of silly to separate the wallet experience from uh, an, an ability for you to just display your NFTs in a really beautiful way. Um, and, you know, even more than that, right, you're going to be able to experience your NFTs in a variety of different ways, right? You, you mentioned the, the watch, the, the ability to just interact with it in a much more, uh, uh, you know, immersive context. Um, in addition, right, some of the first things that we're choosing to implement is a simplified user interface compared to other alternatives, right? The Yori wallet is one that I use a lot. Um, but it simply is too complicated for a, a new user uh, to cryptocurrency to get into. Absolutely. Um, so we're really, we're, we're both uh, serving the people who are in the ecosystem and in cryptocurrency, but also those who are getting into it for the first time. Um, so we have, you know, uh, lots of features that we want to add to the, to the Vault wallet, not only in its first edition, but also when it's integrated with our future interoperability plans. Um, so I see a really bright future for this wallet system. And if you guys take a look at the white paper, there are some some big goals for Intermeta. And like Mr. Dowd said, you know, there are a lot of big plans for these wallets. So definitely take a look at the white paper because they have a beautifully laid out plan on how they intend to get to where they want to be. This isn't just some dream sheet that says, hey, this is what we're going to do and we're going to do it because we promise. You know, they have step-by-step -step ways that they're going to get this done through, and I know we're not going to get too deep into the white paper today, but through plugs for these platforms to use to accept your file formats, there's so much to this that's been thought out that you can tell a lot of research went into this, a lot of care, and that Mr. Dowd and the entire team at Intermeta are dedicated to making this work. Am I right? Absolutely. Uh, we have an incredible development team that's perfectly poised 
to take on this first challenge of the Vault Wallet. Uh, and then we're also in a great position, especially with this Genesis Vault card drop coming, um, for us to expand that team into even more people of different skill sets. Um, so right now, right, we have a team of we have a we have a centralized team of five really skilled developers, and then access to 15 additional de developers if we so uh, need that workforce. Um, so we're in a great position to get started. Mr. Dowd, I know you spoke about the utilities for these Genesis Vault cards. If you could, could you get into a little more detail about what these utilities really are, just so that our listeners really understand what they're getting into and what they're getting when they purchase their Genesis Vault card? Sure. So I mentioned the early access to the Vault Wallet system. I also mentioned some of the airdrops that people will be receiving, including our first one with the Lords of Montown. Um, but we're also adding a couple more. And this is, you know, I, I'm going to go into detail about the lowest rarity one so that it only increases from there. Um, you're also going to have access to every single premium Intermeta service that we ever release in perpetuity. These are going to include stuff like uh, premium business features for the Vault Wallet or other software release. These are going to include things like uh, the art suite that we're planning on doing later down the line, right? So you're going to have access to a premium way to design your own uh, intermediable items. Um, and this is, of course, you know, dependent on our development, but we have, uh, like you said, a plan on how to get there. We're also doing things like, for example, from day one of the uh, Vault Wallet system, if you're holding a Genesis Vault card, you're actually going to unlock a special user interface uh, that coordinates with that card, right? So if the lowest rarity one is, is called Cobalt. It's the Cobalt Genesis Vault card. Um, if you are holding that card, when you enter the Vault Wallet system, you're going to have access to a user interface sort of themed around the card itself. Uh, and that's something that no one else who doesn't uh, hold the Genesis Vault card will be able to do. Some other things, you know, even further down the line include uh, what we're calling intermediable starter packs. So depending on what level of rarity you have with the Genesis Vault card, um, once our development is complete in terms of uh, the, the file format and the integration with developers and metaverses, we are going to put together some essentials for the intermediable metaverse, stuff like uh, mounts, uh, clothing items, maybe some PVP weapons, right, that are going to be important when interoperability really takes flight. Um, so all of these are things that we're packing into the Genesis Vault card in terms of utilities, both short and long term. Uh, they're all available in more detail on our website and on our Twitter feed, but hopefully this gives you a taste as to what uh, it's all about. And, you know, one that I forgot to add is we also have another NFT collection later this year, and anyone who holds a Genesis Vault card will have access to either one or even two whitelist spots, dependent on uh, which level of rarity you unlock. Excellent. And this is huge. I was actually just reading, guys, if you want, there is the Genesis Vault card white paper on the Intermated Discord, and this goes through everything that Mr. Dowd was just speaking about in detail. So this is definitely something you're going to want to check out if you're interested in getting into this project, and I don't honestly understand why anyone wouldn't be, because with so many metaverses coming out, honestly, the, the issue is, let's say, and again, these are just examples, let's say Pavi is your thing right now, and you buy up a ton of land in Pavia. You have estates all over the place. But then you have all your eggs in one basket, right? So interoperability is something that is going to be necessary moving into the future with Metaverse because no investor wants all their eggs in one basket. You want to be able to spread it out. You're going to want, you know, Pavia, Decentraland, Boss Planet, Victoria VR, 
you're going to want a little bit of all of this because just like the dot-com boom, right, you don't want to be investing in Netscape because it may not work out That's so well in the end, yep. right? And something that mm -hmm. seems great in the beginning, no one knows what's going to stand the test of time. So by having something like this Genesis Vault card, something like Intermeta in the mix, it makes it so it's possible for you to invest and be comfortable investing in multiple metaverses. And actually, while I remember just a second ago, you were talking about the Cobalt rarity for these, the lowest level for rarity. So there are three rarity levels for these cards, correct? And Cobalt is 70% of the Genesis Vault cards. And then there's Tungsten and Gold, correct? That is right. Uh, tungsten is 25%. Uh, and then gold is 5%. Uh, and, you know, one of the questions that we get frequently is, um, what's the benefit to having a tungsten or a gold? Uh, or, or why would I want a cobalt when I can get a tungsten or a gold? Um, and this is actually, one, why we allow people to mint up to two, right? So that they have that extra chance at getting a higher rarity one. But also, right, if you look at the uh, details in terms of the utilities, um, we designed it so that even if you got a cobalt, which 70% of people will, it's still a lot of utility and we want people to walk away, you know, even if they get a cobalt, they're satisfied with the utility. If they get anything higher, that's added bonus. Um, so cobalt is really all you need. You still get three uh, random uh, free airdrops from our partners uh, and then even more after that because we do have plans to continue doing those even after the uh, designated amount that we've set out to do is complete. Um, so it's really, you know, it's all about just looking at the utilities and then you know, hey, if you if you happen to mint a higher one, that's that's great. You get extra utilities, stuff like access to online and in-person events, uh, other little goodies like that. But it's really all about, you know, who, you know, what's most people going to get. And that's how we went about it when we thought about the utilities. To be honest, getting any Genesis Vault card, whether it be Cobalt, whether it be Tungsten, whether it be Gold, is a smart choice if you're interested in the metaverse in the future. So there's no way to lose here on this mint if you don't get a tungsten or a gold you're still i know this sounds strange but you're still golden <laughs> right <laughs> i like that yeah and you know i'd encourage anyone listening to just check out the finer details with the utility it's important to make sure that regardless of what mint that you're looking into you read all the documentation it's not you know ridiculously long it just you know expands on everything that we've posted on twitter um and it goes into detail about what the uh, airdrops are going to be what the access to vault early exactly is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd encourage everyone to do their own research, make sure that they look at it fully. Um, I want you to understand the utility, right? That's a really big thing for us. Uh, but otherwise, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing how the vault card holders like it. Remember, guys, you're hearing the founder and CEO of a team telling you to do your own research. Usually that's me saying do your own research. And I do say it in the beginning of every episode. But that's huge these guys are so ridiculously transparent and doxed i mean if you look at this white paper not only is mr dowd matthew dowd on there there's cameron anderson there's carol proskett there's a whole list of every developer all the, there's one two three four five six seven people right here fully doxed you know this team is not going anywhere okay they are 100 percent transparent they are serious about this project and they're passionate about it and who wouldn't be because Absolutely. metaverse is the thing of the future i'm a really big victoria vr guy and just to ask 
you don't have to answer this if you don't want. But in the long run, at least with what we can see right now in metaverses, what is your personal favorite? And this doesn't mean that you're you're putting down any other metaverses. Just everyone has a personal favorite, and I can't help but ask, what do you think? Interesting. Um, I, I think that, uh, like you said, I'm not going to play favorites too much. Um, but in terms of the approach to the metaverse, right, and how how this project is approaching it, I think that they have the right idea in some in some regards. I think that Pavia is probably um, the most advanced in terms of you know their approach to it, their successes so far. Um, I think that they're maybe not approaching the interoperability aspect correctly yet, um, but I think that they set the gold standard to you know a they have a great roadmap. They have a very interactive system. Um, a lot of people are interested in the project. And I think based on what they've shown so far, they're on track to meet some good de deadlines in that sense. Um, I think that, you know, they're, they're almost, I don't think that there's any perfect project. And uh, I don't think that one project is going to be the metaverse. That's a big thing that I, that I push down, so to speak. Um, I, and that's why I think interoperability is so important. So uh, the one that I probably pay attention to the most is Pavia, right? They're the biggest in this space, in the Cardano uh, space, at least. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that um, in general, it's important to make sure that there are lots of different projects growing at the same time, right? You don't just want, like you said, all your eggs in one basket. So, so that's why, you know, especially from as we grow our network, we're making sure that we include um, Cardania, a bunch of diff d different projects, uh, one of which is going to be announced soon. Um, so yeah, we're sort of, we're sort of diversifying our, our view and our holistic approach to, uh, the growth of the metaverse. Absolutely. And, and just so folks understand, because people like doing their research and we're not getting too deep into this, but the plug that these metaverse platforms will have to use, this is not just for Cardano, correct? Mm -hmm. Any metaverse yes. platform can utilize Intermeta's system. That, that is the goal, right? Our goal is to separate the um, actual interoperation of the assets from the blockchain reliance. Um, and that's important for a whole different, like a, a whole myriad of reasons. Um, and, it, you know, I'm very confident in that approach. And, you know, starting with the Vault Wallet, it's going to be completely cross-chain. It's going to simplify the whole, um, you know, the whole list of different uh, chains that you might be on. So to make the user experience a ton better. Um, so, you know, from day one, we're going to be focused on making it completely chain independent. Excellent. And what did bring you guys to Cardano? Why, why decide to, to mint on Cardano to bring Intermeta? Is that your, your starting gate was with the Cardano blockchain? Yeah. So well, I really, mint at least. Sure. So I think that, you know, I just love the projects that are currently working on Cardano. Um, it's not, you know, just one or two uh, or metaverses like it, like Decentraland or the Sandbox that are already sort of up and running. There are a lot of different growing projects on Cardano. Um, so I do see it as a very big contender in the future with a strong community, too. Um, so and then, you know, part of it, right, is that we started getting involved in projects and most of them happen to be Cardano. So it was just the natural choice to start here. Um, however, I think that, you know, when it comes down to it, even when we're cross-chain, our, our origins will remain uh, in the Cardano space. Well, that's great to hear. I am 100% a Cardano guy, but I'm also 100% an Intermeta guy, which is even more important. Because, like we said, eggs, baskets, it's very important. Exactly. 
All right, Mr. Dowd, if I could, or I'm sorry, Matthew, I keep calling you Mr. Dowd, but if I could, one question I always like to ask is if there's an investor listening to this right now that's going to go into your Discord, that's looking around, and honestly, maybe they're new to the metaverse, maybe they're new to NFTs, or maybe they're just, they haven't made up their mind yet, and they need that little bump in the back to knock them over the ledge and become part of the Intermeta family, what would you say to them? I would say realize that we're in it for the tech. Um, you know, we're focused on making sure that this technology is something that becomes integral in the metaverse uh, as soon as possible, right? Um, and we want you to be in it for the tech too. We don't want you to purchase this just because we have great art, which we do. Um, however, right, we want you to look at the utilities. We want you to look at our vision. We want you to look at, you know, the vault wallet, see what the potential is there. Um, so really be in it for the tech. If you're going to purchase the Genesis vault card, don't do it to flip. Uh, don't do it just because you want the art. Don't do it um, just because you want the art of the airdrops. Do it Do it because you're in it for the tech and you're in it for the vision because this is our core group of of basically founding members of the Intermeta family uh, and they're going to be with us for a while. So we do want you to be really invested in the project rather than just this, this NFT. Right, and that's what a true investor should be doing. You want your money to make money for you right and a flipper mm -hmm. a quick little one two ten x whatever that's not true investing when you find a project at least for me okay if everyone do your own research do your own thing but when i find a project that i believe in like intermeta like the project we spoke about the other day with elysium titans like those amas these projects that have big plans in the future you sit with them you watch them grow you be part of that growth help because this is your future as well as theirs. If they do well, you do well. And there's no reason not to stick around and support people. And hopefully we can get away from the flipping mentality that goes on oh so much that people just care about seven day volume because that says nothing about a project. That just shows how many flippers are out there. And that says nothing about what a project's actually doing and what their goals are and that they want to try to better this space, not for themselves, for everyone in it. And that's exactly what Intermeta is trying to, and I believe will do. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the support. And, you know, I could not have said it better myself. Well, Mr. Dowd, thank you so much for taking your time to talk with me about your awesome project, Intermeta, doing great things for the metaverse by providing interoperability of virtual assets. Guys, this is going to be huge. Remember, you can go to the show notes. You can go to our Twitter page. You can go to their Twitter page. You can go to their official website. You can find Intermeta everywhere because pretty soon they're going to be everywhere. And if you haven't heard of them, it's because you're living under a rock. Am I right, Mr. Dowd? I suppose you are. Awesome. Appreciate the, uh, the podcast episode. It's a pleasure as always. Well, thank you so much, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you again to Matthew Dowd, the CEO and founder of Intermeta, for taking time to speak with me regarding his project. You can find all the links for Intermeta in the show notes. All right, it is time for the moment you've all been waiting for, the winner of our giveaways, or should I say winners? We actually have three tonight. So first, we're going to do our every episode cryptocurrency giveaway. Today's winner of 20 ADA compliments of those AMAs is Kai, Twitter handle at 
DigiCrypto with a zero for the O. Kai, you have 24 hours to send us a DM through our Twitter page to claim your cash money. Congratulations. All right, our next two winners are for our huge 72-hour giveaway on Twitter celebrating 500 followers. These giveaways were both also sponsored by those AMAs. Our first winner wins 100 ADA, and the winner is... X Skidlybop. God, I like that name. Twitter handle at X Skidlybop. Well, X Skidlybop, send us a DM on Twitter to claim your prize. Congratulations. And now for the big guns for that Those AMAs Genesis Collection Gold Mike NFT. The winner is Marilyn Enriquez at Marilyn Enriquez. Send us a DM on Twitter, and we will shoot that beautiful mic right over to you. You have 24 hours to claim your prize. Congratulations to everyone that won, and thank you to everyone that entered. Now, remember guys, we always do our every episode cryptocurrency giveaway. Every episode means we do it every episode. But we have changed the requirements for entry a little bit. So it used to be you only had to follow us on Twitter as well as liking, retweeting, and tagging two friends in a post announcing a new episode. Now, we'd ask that you also follow When Mint Podcast on Instagram. So our Twitter handle is the same as our Instagram handle. It's at When Mint Podcast. Super easy to remember. So go ahead, get that out of the way now. And then all you have to do is, like I said before, like, retweet, and tag two friends in any post announcing a new episode to be entered to win. Good luck. All right, well, that is it for me. Thank you again for joining me and hanging out. I'm your host, The Machinist, and I'll see you on Monday with another episode of When Mint by Those AMAs. Mm-hmm.